The college football experience Liberty flame season preview on the sports gambling podcast network is presented by WinBet. get started today. And you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. Also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by Underdog. Make sure you head over to UnderdogFantasy.com and use the promo code SGPN for a free $25. Yes, you can use the uh, free $25 to enter their Best Ball Mania 2. First place in Best Ball Mania 2 gets a million dollars. That's right. Sign up now for a free shot at a million dollars. Drafts are happening constantly, and it's not just NFL. They also have NBA, MLB, and more. Underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN for your chance to win a million dollars. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. Hey, what's up, you degenerate gamblers? This is Bill Burr, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, baby. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Liberty flame season preview. My name is Kobe swinging database Dan, AKA pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined how to get him back on the show, man. I mean, we've been texting back and forth about Liberty flame football. Oh, I feel like for the past six months, yes. uh, give it up for writer, college football analyst, college basketball analyst. I would just say football and basketball analyst, but maybe even other sports too, that I don't even realize, but writes a lot of great content over at sports gambling podcast network.com or sports gambling podcast.com part of the SGP network. Give it up for Terrell Furman jr. How you doing Terrell? Yes, sir. What's going on, buddy? Hey, you know when we talk VA, I got to be here. Got to. I be mean, here. the Liberty Flames. This was a team. Shout out to Turner Gill, by the way, and I hope his wife, because uh, he's the guy who brought this program up from the FCS, and he did fairly well before I believe his wife had some type of cancer. Uh, so he stepped. He, he 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 left the position, and in comes in Hugh Freeze, and this program hasn't missed a beat. You know they've been getting better. I feel like each year. And now you look at this team and many publications have them top 30, top 40. And I, man, I'm even more optimistic on that. And man, by the way, this was a hot episode as far as like, I know Terrell had reached out a while ago, trying to get on the Liberty flame tip. Patty C was trying to get on the Liberty flame tip. I had a, a few other people on Twitter saying, Hey, if you need anyone for Liberty, let me know, right? This is a hot episode. And I think a lot of that reasoning, yes, Hugh freeze, I think is a great coach. You can argue all the other things that have happened you know, off the clock at, at Ole Miss or on the clock, perhaps, I don't know, but I, I can tell you Hugh freeze is, when it comes to football nexus and O's, I think he's very good. And when you talk Liberty football, the first thing that happens is Malik Willis, who we were just talking pre episode that I, I feel like it's looking back at uh, Georgia. I, I was just dumbfounded when I saw Justin Fields play the first snap at Ohio state, I was like, dude, I have nothing against Jake from, 
but he's kind of a lawn chair quarterback. You know what I mean? Like, like I thought, yeah. okay, he's decent, but you had Justin Fields. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so this is a similar one where it's like Malik Malik Willis transferred in from Auburn, where Gus Malzahn started Bo Nix. And Bo, I hope you I hope you have a great career. I'm not trying to blast you, right? I hope you 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 get past last season, uh, your woes from last season, you have a great couple years and, and you end up a legend like your father at Auburn, but Malik Willis, the first snap I remember last season, or the, I think it was last season. Cause I think they had a different, I, they had a different quarterback the year before. Uh, I think his name was Buckshot Calvert. If me- memory serves me correct. But last season, the first snap, I, I, I just remember watching this game. I was like, who the fuck is this? This dude is nasty. Like, yeah, uh, fucking dog. Man. I mean, how did that's they Atlanta? How did that's they miss Atlanta him? right there, man? <laughs> it's, it's all Atlanta coming out on that field, yo. And I, I guess that's why Gus Malzahn's not coaching the <laughs> Auburn Tigers anymore. I mean, right? You you took you picked you picked your shot. You chose Bo Nix over Malik Willis. Malik Willis kicks kicks rocks, gets out of town, and he's God. Shout out to Hugh Freeze, man. Man, I know he was like, oh, you just saved my career. Like you just re- <laughs> revamped my career. Oh my God, I love this kid. Like. He does it all. He yeah. does everything offensively. 30 and it's like that is, everything, that is everything you want to see in a quarterback in the NFL level. He's doing that right now for Liberty. They didn't it's everything they, you want to see. They didn't even play a full season last year. 34 touchdowns, almost a thousand yards rushing. Guys, I, look, if you're just tuning into all of our podcasts and you just haven't watched much of Liberty football, I would might make it a point to go out of your way to watch. Liberty football, a because they're a good team, but a lot of it because this kid Malik Willis is a stud. He's like he in a way. I mean, this is a bad comparison because I. I mean, my first thought was like Michael Vickish. You know what I mean? Like I don't want to say a hundred percent Michael Vickish because there's difference, but I just. He, I, but but he came out of Atlanta. He grew up watching Michael, Michael Vick. <laughs> he right? grew up. He grew up in Atlanta watching Michael Vick. Like yeah. that is literally the person he was watching when he was like, I want to be a football player. Who do I want to be like? I want to be like that guy. That is the guy I want to be like. And, and instantly, if you were just to throw on a Liberty game, he jumps off the screen. The only game that I would say, and he still put his team in position to win was that NC state game. And I thought the rain really hurt, you know, a, his mobility. It was a rainy game. They were, they were undefeated at the time. And, you know, he got a couple late interceptions, but still drove his team down there to, to win the game. Got him in field goal range before mm-hmm. NC state blocked the kick. This kid's a complete stud. Like I, I really think he's the most, I would say, I know people making the case for Sam, Howell, maybe Spencer Rattler. We haven't seen Bryce young yet, but I'll say Malik Willis right there as the most exciting player in college football to me. And if you look at that NC state game, that was definitely one of, you know, uh, that, oh my God, this guy is human, you know, games and everybody has that. He, you know, threw the ball 40% completion percentage. You definitely don't like to see that three interceptions, um, against a very pesky NC state defense that doesn't get enough credit in my eyes. NC state is a really good team and should make strides for it this year. But like, if you look at what else they did, it's not like they just were beating regular people. Like they were going, whoever they were facing, they were dominating. And if they were facing somebody that was in the power five, they won that game outside of that NC state game where it's arguable that they still could have won that game, even though he had a terrible uh, game. Well, they I beat Syracuse. They beat Virginia tech. Huh? I mean, I thought, I, I thought they were the better 
team in that NC State game. It was really the turnovers late, and I thought a lot of that had to do. I know, uh, you know, I, ha- I haven't watched that game in, uh, since I originally watched it, but I, I remember a couple times with footing. Willis would go to plant, and and the, the, it was a wet field. So a couple of those picks, I truly believe, were because of the weather. Um, but I thought Liberty was the better team from watching that yeah. game. Um, but yes, they beat Virginia tech. They whooped up on Syracuse, but going into lane and getting a win, I don't care if it's a COVID season or not. That's a big time accomplishment, especially for Liberty, a small, smaller school that's emerging, coming to the scene on the FBS level. And you look at this whole offense, they charted at this. They were the 16th best offense in America last year. They, they went 10 and one, by the way, ninth in rushing offense, 63rd in passing offense, 15th overall in yardage. Yep. Uh, they returned 10 offensive starters. So besides Malik Willis, Josh Mack is back at running back. I like his game. His top three ro- wideouts and DJ Stubbs, DeMario Douglas, and Kevin Share back. Super senior tight end Johnny Huntley is back. And his whole offensive line is back. Well, I mean he- Hey, and you didn't even you didn't even say uh wide receiver Noah Freak. Yeah. He's back as well. He was injured. He was injured last season. So he didn't even get to fit. Um, he didn't even get to play majority of the season. So now he's back and he's fully healthy. They have a slew of weapons here. Like these are NFL talented guys that just aren't getting the look, but he has a whole bunch of weapons here. This offense can be extremely dangerous. Yeah. Especially with freeze. Who I have always felt like, like I said, you can knock whatever uh, he brought in players, but I always thought he's the guy that gave Alabama fits when he was at Ole Miss, when those Bama teams were nasty still are nasty surprisingly. But um uh then you look at the defense. They returned 10 on defense. Terrell like I mean <laughs> this was a defense that charted 11th overall, 22 scoring defense, 29th against the run, 12th against the pass. Their whole D-line is back led by Darrell Johnson, kids a stud. T- uh, two or three linebackers back, the whole secondary is back. They're bringing in uh, Casey Seegers, a transfer that was at A&M at one point. What am I missing here? Nothing. I mean, Nothing. This team is stacked. Like Darrell Johnson is an is a future NFL talent. The guy was eight, tied for eighth in the nation in sacks last year with eight and a half sacks. Uh, he's going to lead that defense. He's going to lead that defense. This a pesky. This team can go as far as the college football playoff committee will let them go. Which is no, and <laughs> unfortunately, and, but it's and unfortunately that's what it is, and is and it sucks because they actually have a Heisman quarterback at the helm who will never get the Heisman look because he goes to a lesser school. He will never get the an official look for the Heisman I trophy. Mean, this because is, he goes to a lesser school. Yeah, then this is exactly a team that we would love to see in a large playoff. Whether it's the twelve team, which who knows if Liberty could get that top outside of uh, probably not because you wouldn't get that extra game. The, the AAC and the uh, mountain West would have a little bit of a, and even maybe even the Sun Belt, but maybe, but I mean, maybe they have enough games on their schedule. They play an sec opponent. They play an ACC opponent. They get Louisiana who could win the Sun Belt. Um, they get UAB that could win the, the conference USA and no, are, and we say all of this, we say all of this, but we know what exactly what's going to happen. It's going to happen to this team last year. They're going to do great. They're going to start undefeated and they're going to roll. They start off with Campbell. That doesn't scare you. They start off with, and then Troy, that doesn't scare you. And then they get Liberty. I mean, they, and then they get old dominion. That really doesn't scare you. So this team is going to start off undefeated. They're going to keep rolling. They'll get another matchup 
um, at Syracuse again, another chance. That's going to be a revenge game for Syracuse. This kind of scares you, but I still, it's, I, as soon as this, yeah. I still like them. I still like yeah. them, but as soon as this team loses one game, they're going to be ranked. So this is what's going to happen. This is, I'm, I'm telling you right now, let me pull out my crystal ball, you know, bibbity boppity boo, <laughs> give it a little rub and let me tell you exactly what's going to happen. They're going to come here. They're going to have a great season. Something is going to happen, whether it's weather, whether it's somebody gets hurt, whether it's a COVID protocol, something is going to derail the momentum of that team for one game, one game, and they're going to be ranked. And then the committee is going to knock them out the ranking and they're not going to see it again. Cause that's exactly what happened last year when they lost to NC state. Uh, you know what it is though, man? Well, let's get to the schedule because, because I, I feel like I might know the game that that's going to happen, but let's get to it. Uh, the win total in Vegas saying that Liberty it's at nine. Now you tell me that blindly, I'm going to take the over because I know what they're returning. I know how good Malik Willis is. Um, there's no way this is not a double digit win team this year. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. There's no way. There's it's, no way this is not a double digit <laughs> win team this year. Exactly. I mean, look, Campbell out the gate, Mike mentors, FCS squad. I like what Mike's doing there, but they're, they're not, they don't stand a chance against Liberty uh, at, at Troy. I actually think Troy's going to be better this year, but Liberty should be able to handle this, but watch out. This isn't a game. Yeah. This isn't a game. Troy gets up for. I don't think this is, is this their home opener? Let's look real quick. Is this um, Troy's home opener? Troy gets no, no, they get Southern before that. So this isn't even their home. How do you get up for this game? Yeah. Like, how do you, how do you, how do you know Liberty's coming to town and get up for this game? If this was like a LSU, then okay. Troy's going to get up for it and play them, but I don't see how they get up for Liberty, even though it's at home. So I, I like Liberty in that matchup. I just think Liberty's a lot better. I mean, I think Troy's getting better. I think there could be a player in the, in the Sun Belt this year, but I, I still think Liberty's just better Then we, you know, week three, they get old dominion. You touched on this. Um, interesting to see what, what Ricky Renee, you know, they punted on the season last year, but I still think Liberty way ahead of old dominion. So three and oh, out yeah. the gate Then they get a, a nationally televised game. So, you know, Malik Willis, and I'm sure Hugh freeze are circling that to, for recruiting for Malik Willis's NFL potential. Uh, yep. uh, and I, I think they're better in Syracuse. I mean, they whooped them last year. I know Syracuse had a ton of COVID issues, their whole secondary. I think, uh, they had to put a fullback at guard, but I, it, I don't think Babers has this program at Liberty's level right now. I don't Now I will say this, the dome with fans is a big difference because the dome mm-hmm. without fans uh, over the, the past decade, I feel like that thing's kind of been a sneaky home field advantage for, for, for fans or for, for teams coming in there. But I still am giving that one to Liberty. Yeah. Are you, are you on that? Are you on the same page there? Are you get, are you going Liberty in the carrier dome? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just don't see this team is too solid all the way around the ball, like all the way around. Um, even on special teams, this team looks really, really good. If you looked at the film from last year, I don't, I mean, I'm sitting here fishing for a loss. I'm trying to feed them a loss. I'm uh, trying to throw them a loss, but maybe it's this next game. I oh, think this I was next game say. might be the one. I think this <laughs> next game might be the one where we say, okay, if we got to give them one, let's give it to them uh, here. I was about to say, but the, it kind of helps them that they, they get an extra day of rest uh, leading up to this next game. It's a back-to-back away stretch though at Syracuse and then at UAB. UAB is good. Um, and there's a chance, there's a solid chance they, w- I actually think they're probably the preseason favorites to win the Conference USA. That's a big game. 
That's a huge game. That's a is sneaky this not game, game of the year. Yeah. Is this not game? Is is Liberty and UAB not game of the year <laughs> candidate right here? Right. It's like Coastal like, Carolina BYU last year, right? Yeah, you, absolutely. It, it, like it's a game that just sneaks up on you and you're like, holy shit, this is a great fucking game, yo. Yes. Like, and, and if you look at UAB's schedule now, they do get Georgia at week two. So I expect them to have a loss here. But after that, I mean, they, damn, they play three straight away games. That's a tough UAB schedule out the gate. I know we're on a Liberty pod here, but they get Jacksonville state FCS playoff team, then at Georgia, then at North Texas, then at Tulane, then home to Liberty, man, what? that's a three straight away games for oh UAB. And then you come home to Liberty. I'm on Liberty actually. Not, not even, not, but look, but look, <laughs> even, even where's the Montgomery that's in Montgomery, Alabama. Yeah. So yeah. they, so it's really four straight four way games. Yeah. If you want to be yeah. honest, they're going, what is UAB doing? What is you? <laughs> Holy crap. They're not, so they're not even getting their home opener until October. This is their home opener in October. And I think they go, it's, they I, go the whole month of, I, th- of I think it's a new stadium. Simpson. If memory serves me correct, I think it might be a new stadium at you for, for UAB, but now I'm giving that to Liberty after seeing how brutal that schedule is. I'm on Liberty here. I don't think they, that could be one that we circle and say, maybe UAB gets them. Yeah. UAB, I mean, if it's a new stadium, it's the first home game. You went through a freaking gauntlet uh, on the road. These past, like Georgia is definitely not no food. Jacksonville state is going to be a tough game. Um, even though, you know, FCS, that's still going to be a, I think Jacksonville state can be very sneaky in that game. And then Tulane, I mean, North Texas doesn't really scare you that much, but Tulane is, is all right to Tulane. So they're getting beat up pretty, pretty hard early on. And they're yeah. going to try to turn their season around and Liberty is going to be the game where they say, Hey, this is the time that we turn it around. So, uh, if Liberty gets caught slipping, it could be UAB, but, uh, I'm still I, favoring Liberty there. I, I am, I am, but let's just, let's just call it a loss. Let's call it a loss. And, um, okay. Or, you know, worst case scenario, worst case scenario, Liberty loses this game. Okay. Absolute worst case scenario. Then they get middle Tennessee who I think will be better this year, but they're still not Liberty good. No, they're gonna, not at that level. Yeah. U, yeah. ULM after that at ULM, but look, Terry Bowden, I like to hire bringing in uh rich Rodriguez, but it's going to take time. This is year one. They're really far back. Uh, they're going to beat ULM. The, uh, they get another back to back away against the air raid in North Texas. Ridiculous, man. Yeah. Who the fuck makes these schedules, yo? <laughs> How do you have two separate back to back away spots in one season? There's people that can't even get one. No, within five weeks, within five weeks, they have two sets of back to back away. Um, I still think they win though. I still think that yeah. they're, they're oh, far ahead of ULM absolutely. and they're North way, Texas. They're, they're way better than these teams. Like it's not even close. And then after that is fucking UMass. Yes. So, <laughs> Which, which, so we love Liberty the minus 44. Yeah. Lock it in now. <laughs> Liberty minus 44 and a half. Lock it in now. But then I, that's a really real special. They, exactly. Exactly. Right. Minus 44. Really real special. Then November 6th. This is where, this is where it starts to me. I think they could be undefeated here, man. I think they could beat UAB and be undefeated. And Absolutely. they're at Ole Miss. And this game's compelling. No fucking way. Don't you say it. <laughs> No, this is the most compelling game because it's freeze against the team that fired him. And and then it's Malik Willis back in the sec where he was. I I can't wait to watch this. They're going to beat him. They're going to beat him. We fucking Liberty's going to beat him. No way. Hugh freeze loses this game. I don't care. Hugh freeze does not care. Whatever. What else happens for 
the whole season. <laughs> Does not care. It, two things will be real at the end of this season that we will be talking about Malik Willis as a number one draft pick, and they will beat Ole Miss in this game. Yeah. I mean, this Lane is gonna, Matt going Corral to Matt Corral against Malik game. Willis? There is no way. Yeah. The coaching disparity between Hugh Freeze and Lane Kiffin in this game will be amazing to watch. Yes. There and- is no... There is no way that defense is way too good. They can they can keep up with those with that Ole Miss offense. They can definitely keep up with that Ole Miss offense, and then their offense is going to roll over Ole Miss's defense. There is no way Liberty Bo- loses this game. Both teams are going to score in the forties. I think Liberty wins. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, both teams score in the forties because Matt Crow is a baller. It's a great matchup. I mean, this one should be on national TV. This, they got to make sure. Like- Oh, it's gotta be. There's no, there's no way they don't put this game on national TV. It's gotta right? be, right? It's gotta be. Yeah, it's gotta. This has to be like a a primetime game. Yeah, it's got to be. on a Saturday Saturday night Liberty versus Ole Miss, and I promise you, you're, this is this feels like an overtime shootout game. <laughs> this just feels like overtime. These offenses setting up at the twenty five and going ham, pounding each other. Yeah, and. Oh, and Liberty gets the last defensive play. Maybe a sack by Darrell Johnson. Now, watch. <laughs> hey, I'm telling you, watch out for him in the NFL draft coming up. But hey, this no, there's no freaking way Hugh Freeze has come out here with a loss. He I, has I to go in way to win that this. game. I think I think you're right. Liberty's going to get that one. They get a bye before prepping for Louisiana Lafayette and Levi Lewis yep, and so Billy I, Napier. That's a, another fucking huge game. An extra week to, and, but an extra week to prepare. And then you get that Louisiana team at home with an extra yes. week to prepare. Like that's after you just went to war with Ole Miss, like you need that week off and yes. then you're already focusing. So that I'm was a, the perfect part, perfect spot for a week off. And and then I think that's the reason why Liberty wins that game too. I agree. I got Liberty beating Lafayette in Lynchburg. And then it comes to Army, and this is the one, dude. This is the one more than UAB that scares me, because triple option. And and you have you have you you were coming off of your two biggest wins. If you were able to to run that gauntlet of the season, you're going to be you know sky high. And then a football team triple option that will bleed the shit out of the clock and limit your possessions. Scary matchup for me on November 27th, and I could totally see them being undefeated. And everyone talking about them and the Black Knights come into because look, this is a team. The last time they played a couple power fives, they took well. First off, what they 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 uh, they took Michigan to overtime. I think the in nineteen and in eighteen mm-hmm. that was oh, by the way that was in the Big House. And then in eighteen they took Oklahoma to overtime in Norman. This is a team you don't want to see. At the, I, I, I almost feel like the bye week would have been better before Army, man. <laughs> I, I yeah, really think uh, that. And then Arm, and then Army comes in with off a of bye week because they play UMass the week before, so <laughs> they're coming up, they're coming in off a of bye, well rested. Starters played maybe a quarter and a half, and then you know they put the backups in, so that team is really well rested coming into that Liberty game. Um, I mean, I mean, Army. The last time they stepped on a football field, they lost by three to West Virginia. This is a team that beat Navy, beat Air Force, yeah. beat Georgia Southern. Uh, you know, only lost to Cincy by fourteen. That was a closer game, even than the score indicated. This is a, a dangerous, dangerous game for and Liberty. It's extremely hard to just be ready for a triple option team off of you know regular seven days. Like that's not something that's very easy to prepare for, especially when you haven't seen that type of offense the entire season. So you're you're switching up everything you do for one last game, last game of the season. Um, it's senior day. Uh, you know, they got a bunch of 
a bunch of seniors on that squad, especially along the offense and um, defensive starters as well. So, I mean, that's maybe the shining light that, hey, Liberty says, you guys, you know, one last ride. Let's do this for real. This is probably more than likely Malik Willis's last game in a Liberty uniform. Uh, A lot of these guys that are not even seniors that probably are going to step out into the draft after this. Like, so... Um, cause I'm, I'm a hundred percent positive that this is Malik Willis's last ride in his last season at, at Liberty before he goes off into the NFL. Yeah. So, um, but that could be it. That could be it. And what we're not thinking is where are these guys at in the rankings at this time? That's so what I'm saying they, though. Like to me, it just smells. I could just see them being like number 12 or number 10, because you know, they're going to push them back even though they'll be undefeated. Uh, yeah. and I could just see them being like, oh man. And then army just coming in and controlling the clock in that game and just making an, just enough plays to win. Cause army doesn't just army very rarely just blows teams out. Their, their, their way of winning is very, you know, Hey, grind it out and limit the possessions and basically keep the ball out of Malik Willis's hands, which is a great blueprint. If you're going to beat <laughs> Liberty this season, um, yeah. I, I mean, I'm definitely on the over. I think you are too with nine, but I, I, uh, I just, I don't see where they, I, so worst case scenario, we gave them a loss at UAV a lot, and maybe a loss at Ar- uh, Army coming in town and gets a win. So, I mean, worst case scenario that is too emotional for Hugh Freeze and they lose at Ole Miss, but that's still nine. That's a push. Yeah. Like yeah. I don't, I don't see where nine just feels too low. Nine feels too low. If it was nine and a half, you would have me more. And I'm like, okay, well kind of maybe sort of, there is a chance for a loss here, but no, I'm locking this. I'm locking Liberty for nine wins this season. That is a lock. The only way they'd go under is if Willis goes down. That's the only way I can think of it going under. Uh, I, I think, you know, worst case scenario, nine and three, I think, I don't think Syracuse can beat them. I don't think Troy can. And I love where they catch UAB. I know it's the home opener, but it doesn't matter. Like to me, they've been on the road for three straight weeks. You come back to a really good football team. I like the way the schedule sets up. I am fearful for Liberty's sake of that army game, just because I could just totally see their season being undefeated and then them dropping the ball the final week of the season. But in general, the over is the play here. I like it. I think it's a lock as well. And, uh, and, and yeah, I, I can't wait to watch. I can't wait to watch, man. I like sign me up for that UAB game. Sign me up for that, uh, that Lafayette game, that Ole Miss game, the army game. I mean, some, even some of the early ones like Syracuse or old dominion and Troy sign no, me up. I wouldn't miss. I would not miss a game. I would not like, if you have a chance to catch a Liberty game, if you have a chance to just go back and watch last season, like yeah. these guys looked so dynamic on the field. When you look, watch the game, if you just blocked out the team names, you would not think this team would not think this team was not in a power five. Like these guys, the offense looks so dynamic when you're, and you're not just talking about Malik Willis, but you're talking about guys on the outside. You're talking about those tight ends. You're talking about the running backs. Everybody looks good. Like you said, nine to 10 starters coming back this season yeah. on that offense. And, They're going to be defense. nasty. And defense. And defense. Yeah. So <laughs> they miss. And then I think the one to two guys that they are missing went to the NFL. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the one to two guys they're missing went to the NFL. So this team is, this team is stacked. I love what Hughes freeze is doing with these guys. He's coaching them up and they're playing and they're stepping up to the occasion. Like you said, they, they went at Syracuse at Virginia tech last year and won. 
Yeah. Could have won, could have won against NC State as well. Smacked, smacked Syracuse. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, look, this team and, and this program, that's gonna be interesting to watch. I wish, I mean, I feel like as the 12 team playoff comes, people are gonna be scrambling to try to join conferences because I just I, I just feel like if you're not Notre Dame, if you're an independent, it's gonna be extremely hard because they're gonna take the team that plays the extra game, which will be someone from the one of the conferences. If you're independent, you can't you can't yeah. be a top four seed. You can never be a top four seed as an independent. But even so like BYU of last last year, independent. Uh, I think if you're BYU, you almost want to join rejoin the Mountain West because you would have that extra game, the championship game against the yep. likes of maybe Boise or whoever is is great that year. Whether it's Nevada, wh- and whoever. This is, and this is why other conferences have elected to add championship games, like the Big Twelve. The Big Twelve for a long time didn't have a championship game, and they said, "Oh wow, we really need a Big Twelve championship," because they saw that one year that what was it, TCU or yeah, somebody, TCU somebody and got Baylor. screwed. TCU, TCU and Baylor, and Baylor yeah, got yeah. screwed because they didn't have a because they didn't have a conference championship game. So teams are starting to realize this, and I think that even if the independents go and make something of their own and get together and start that, it's going to be an extra game in there somewhere as all of this is ramping up. Yeah. They got to get it going. Uh, this is going to be, I can't wait to watch Liberty football. Who would have thought that five years imagine, ago? Imagine, right? imagine Liberty versus Notre Dame last game of the season. Oh, sign me up. Fuck. Sign me oh up, man. Even BYU I'll take either. Yeah, or Liberty yeah. versus Liberty versus BYU. Yeah. Like, that's, that's, that's great. That's absolutely great. Hey guys, get it done, man. Get Every done. year, last game of the season where everyone's playing the conference championships, Schedules. Just get together and play. Yeah, Just the get top two independents. You have the week off. Yeah. Just get together and play. Do it. Do it. All right, guys. If you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We're breaking down all 130 episodes. And and first off, I mean, you gotta you gotta get on on Twitter here and give my, my guy here a follow here. Terrell Furman on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. That's R-E-L-L, by the way. Uh Check him out. He writes a lot of great content over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. And uh, yeah, I mean, look, we do break down all 130 teams, even more than that, because we already have a Boise State 2.0 out there. There's rumblings of a Boston College 2.0. There's rumblings, maybe even a Liberty 2.0. Who knows? But we got you covered. We break down every single team in college football here on the College Football Experience. Subscribe, tell a friend. Also, Subscribe to the college basketball experience. We talk college basketball year round, and guess what? The Liberty Flames happen to have a great basketball team. They're getting—I mean, year after year—they're getting better and better. They're moving up conferences. We will have you covered on the college basketball experience. Make sure you subscribe. And uh, yeah, me, Patty C, NC Nick, gonna get my guy Terrell here to do to picking all the college basketball and college football games over the past four years. Me, Patty C, NC Nick over. 500 each and every season, picking every game. We're also, wi- wi- yeah, that's that fire. Yeah, that's that hey, fire that's, right that's, there. Oh, I hope I don't let you down. <laughs> You'll be fine. You'll be <laughs> fine. Uh, but uh, also, way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that on the SGPN app. Yes, for free. It's free. Just download the SGPN app. And and by the way, if you download it, look, it's a pretty simple deal, deal here. We don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is a nice review on the SGPN app. If you download the SGPN app, which you should anyway, whether it's our picks, podcasts, or great content like what's Terrell, like what Terrell's writing, or the contest. We just gave away a thousand dollars at the NBA Finals free roll. So you want to just download this app. It's free. Give us a nice five-star review. If you do, take a screenshot. 
Find me on Twitter at the Colby D. Give me a follow and and send me that screenshot, and we will send you a college football or college basketball experience T-shirt. And uh, yeah, at the Colby D. Like I said, Terrell Furman's on Twitter at really rel underscore underscore. Give him a follow. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight three one. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the college football experience is now on Twitter at TCE on SGPN. And the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is on Twitter at the SGP Network. Also, check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. Me and Terrell always chopping it up in there. So get in there, check it out. Uh, I can't wait for Liberty Football. Smash that over, says me and Terrell. So this. Lock it up. Yes, lock it up. This is the college football experience, Liberty Flame season preview. You better start thinking about yours. And we out.